right, it's way early in the a.m., uh, 30 July, Thursday, early, early in the Thursday morning. And uh, this conversation is from two afternoons ago, so, th- so Tuesday afternoon. Um, I'm super psyched to share it. Like, McClanahan is just, uh, a, you know, a le- he's a fucking legend in terms of going in, ripping it, the, the, the consistency of the output. Um, yeah, he's author of uh, Sarah Book three years ago from Tyrant, um, Crapalasha, and Hill William from 2013. And then um, a bunch of story collections from before that, from 2008 to 2011, including the collected stories, 2012. Um, and honestly, do a long intro, but I'm just excited to share this pod, uh, and the plan ahead being gracious enough and generous enough to go in like he did, and, uh, hell yeah. Guys wide shot, love to look, but can't see, 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 I'm relying on my brother, he's relying on me, relying on me, then my brother, then my brother, guys wide shot, love to look, but can't see, 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 I'm relying on my brother, he's relying on me. Just yeah, of course. No, no, no. I just like I just like to bitch and complain. So, <laughs> <laughs> how have you been doing, man? I've been doing all right. Been hanging in there anyway. It, this is always the nervous conversation that you have at the beginning of a Zoom meeting. Now, absolutely, I know, <laughs> I know. Um, were you able to do a do a little trip, or you've been pretty posted? Yeah, we um we went out to like a cabin out in the middle of the woods that we'd rented last oh, nice. year but like that was the only thing that we've done we haven't like really left you know the house that much so yeah is it pretty warm out there right now yeah it is like it's been it's been nasty here for like the past i don't know probably week and a half just like with heat like it's been almost unbearable yeah, almost unbearable. yeah no it's pretty brutal out here yeah, um, no, I appreciate you being down to talk. I, I, I saw you read at the Lutz thing um, way back when. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I, back in December. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you, but then I was, I was, I was just lurking around in the, in the outskirts. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard not to I do don't want to be that dude. Yo, man. I'm going to fanboy out on you, but I guess that's basically what this podcast is, too, so I don't even know. My friend, um, that reminds me, my friend and I, there's this uh, bluegrass musician, Ralph Stanley, um, okay. who's dead now, but he's like he's like the Bob Dylan of bluegrass, or probably that's a bad comparison, the Bob Dylan of, uh, of bluegrass. He's like the Mick Jagger of uh, bluegrass. He doesn't really write. Yeah, yeah. Of his, of his own material, but we went when I was in graduate school. Chris and I, my buddy Chris, we went to okay. a bluegrass show in Eastern Kentucky in Ashland, Kentucky, and it was the craziest fucking show I'd ever been to. The kind of meth yeah. out uh, Eastern <laughs> Kentucky people who'd come out to see the bluegrass show. But at the end, we wild. went back to his. We went back to his tour bus. And we just, for some reason, I don't know, we were both, I think it was that we were with one another. And so, like, our social yeah. anxiety became, like, incredibly awkward. So, we just kept, like, yeah. standing. We stood around for, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think I was, I think I was chilling. I'm going to call some people out that I don't know, so it doesn't matter. But I think I was chilling, talking to some people. And then they were like, oh, hold on, I got it. We got to go. Uh, sorry, we got to go get a picture with Scott McClanahan. And oh, I was like, all right, all right. So then I got, so I was just lurking. I was like, all right. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I was too. Um, what losers? But, um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do it like that. They're, they're showing respect. You know, they're paying respect to the OGs. That's what you got to do. Um, the, but um, that's great. Where, yeah. Where do you I, live, I, Sean? I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a Harlem. I'm in like okay. Central Harlem. Yeah. Oh, cool. I've just been here through, through all this. I haven't, I haven't been back to, I used, yeah, I haven't been back to see the family or anything really, but it's been, it's been all right. Walking around. Where's, I had, where, yeah. Where's your family at? Um, so like my mom and my, one of my sisters, they're in um, LA. Okay. So that's kind of like, that's kind of the outlet. 
Um, and then, um, yeah, so just held off on that, on that, on that mission with everything going on. But I, but I, it looks like things that we, I actually got my first job of the post pandemic, uh, on Thursday because they're starting up the sports seasons this week. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the baseball so game last night for like the first time in a decade, probably. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I don't Mets know. I the Red about Sox. It. it was like, it was like, it was like, this is, I don't know. It was like, I think like I realized how much before basketball highlights were like a thing that like, we're just like a stabilizing, you yeah. know, stabilizing element. Um, but yeah, so we're going to build out something for like an NHL set. Oh, a random cool. job. Yeah. But, um, but it'll be interesting, but yeah. Um, and you're, and you're like in the, I just, so I just, so I, so like, I, yeah, to start off, I already told, I think I told you this in the email, but, um, it was really interest, really interesting rereading the Sarah book. When I first read the Sarah book, I, I it must have been like 2017, 2000. Yeah, it was 2017. Yeah, I think. And yeah, I was came out. Yeah, kind of going through a similar. I was well, whatever. I was undergoing my own thing, and I didn't know. I didn't know about anything. I didn't know about Tyrant anything, and I I literally just started reading it. And then I just read it all the way through and by the morning. And, um, and then that was kind of ingrained in my head. Like, I feel like it was a lot of ways a template for a lot of the stuff, but I didn't even really realize it. So going back and looking at it now, it was like, oh, that's where all that, I don't know, it was really wild. But then it also, I was picking up on different things about why it was like that. But then I went in and, um, yeah, I just went through Crapalacia and, uh, and, 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 um, Hill William. Why well, I've gone through Hill William before too, but, uh, and then the story. So yeah, I got like a full, full cross section, yeah. but, um, but that's so rare. I was rereading Sarah book at the park the other day. And then there are a couple parts of it, um, were making me like viscerally, like laugh cry, like viscerally uh -huh. laugh cry. I had to put my hat on cause I was looking like, I like put it over my eyes because I didn't want people to see me, and I don't know. That's just so um, rare. All right, that's that's what I would have said when I came up to you at the tire reading. We don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to make you feel crazy. But that's I have to get that off my chest. You know, that's what yeah, I was going to sure. say. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, now I've just firmly established myself as a fan, and I've changed the whole dynamic of the conversation. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, not at all. No, I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep it going. Don't worry. I will let him. Won't let it become weird because I think sometimes when people do things, I've noticed out when like people give you a compliment, like it really, it's kind of, it's bothersome. You, you know, you, you never want to be that person, but like you, you suddenly realize like I'm a little, I'm a little bit that way where I, I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, man. It's just, it can be too much, but um, like I said, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be respectful to, just come through like that. Um, but, um, yeah, I was listening to a couple other pods you were doing. Um, and like, you're going in on the, it was good because I cleared out, cleared the docket of some of the questions I would ask, but you're going in deeper on the, on the, on the saga or the family stuff. Is that what's, how, how, what you're working on? Like, I, um, I kind of thought of Crapalacia as like the later career, like intergenerational investigation, you know, like, family but it seems like you're going even further is that what yeah, you've been working I on think so. yeah that's what i've been working on it's always i don't know if it's like a good idea to talk about these books absolutely <laughs> but there's something nice i'm trying to um i'm trying to think who said it now maybe it's a maybe it's a shelley quote where it's like you know a writer a writer's not their books a writer's like their myth and even within our very small community I think that it's healthy maybe to like be a hype man about the book that's still being written or, or is yet to be written um, to kind of create. It is healthy that. to do. Yeah. Yeah. And By also too, kind of like blowing it all. Yeah. And it kind of forces you like it kind of forces you then to like do it actually, or to, yeah. Uh, or to write it. So, yeah, I mean, I think that I'm the thing with crap latches, it's kind of like a mock epic. Um, 
with all of, and I'm still, I'm still going to do that. You know, like the typical intergenerational, like family saga where it's, there's so much causality in those books and Crabalachia just ripped out all that causality, you know, so that everything, everything became a two or three sentence anecdote. And if you kind of, uh, couple of those two or three sentence like anecdotes together, then you get something kind of larger than, you know, its individual parts. So this one, this one, I'm just going to, I'm just taking my time. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to, I just want to relax a little bit because even when sometimes I go back and like, look at things that I've written, it's like, God, that dude's having like a manic episode uh or, or something as he's uh as he's right as he's writing that and um yeah i, I want to write an epic i want to write a big fucking epic i'm not gonna like deny it i'm not a big big epic i'm talking talking about you know an eighty thousand word book for me i think sarah books like 58 crapalach is like 49 50 maybe 52 so i mean i've, yeah. I've never really kind of went for that extra twenty twenty thousand words uh, just, yeah. to, just, to, just to see if, see if I can do it, but I don't even, I don't know if I'll publish it though. I want to take, yeah. like, I've said this in other things. Like I want to take some time of, uh, like I did in 2008 and 2009 where you just take 10 years and you just okay. work on all these things together. Um, kind of like that you're doing the, kind of like the Absalom. No, I don't know. I don't even compare you to the Faulkner. But now the Faulkner yeah. book? No, I mean, well, this I don't is, know. This is, um, it's just all my mom's family stories. I know that sounds yeah. stupid as shit, because like my dad's family's Crapalacha, um, and it's just all my mom's family stories. That I almost feel I don't. I've never really felt like a writer. I've almost felt more like an anthropologist in some way, where I just want to, yeah, you know, I want to protect them. And the problem with these stories are, man, some of them are boring as shit. and it's like how am i how am i gonna make a how am i gonna make a book out of this well like if i just if i broaden the scope of it if i take a hundred years and i allow the stories of great-grandparents to turn into stories of grandparents story of my mom and this is the thing i'm gonna do at the end of the book i get born (laughs) <laughs> right right so, right right so I'm, I'm gonna write you my build birth. it up to you <laughs> that's right but you were also saying i was listening to that this interview you did recently and you're also saying that uh, you might try to spice it up with like other sections about you writing or is that yeah i think i think i've kind of left that behind now there's okay. something about interesting and i write a lot of writers that i love like i just read there's a spanish writer javier circus uh, oh, okay. Called the Lord of Discipline, and there's there's like a thing now in fiction where, or at least that sort of angle of fiction that where you start writing the book about writing the book, and I don't know, I, think, right. I feel like I've, I feel like I've kind of maybe grown out of it somewhat, or yes, yeah. I'm not as interested. Maybe I'm interested in the boring ass anecdote. And then connecting that to another boring ass anecdote, but it's going to be full of you know, birth and a bunch of deaths, sex, <laughs> you know, all that good yeah. stuff. We're right well, about my yeah, parents. Don't... Hearing my parents have sex in the other room when I was a little boy because we lived in like a. <laughs> you're like holy shit. Um, yeah, we, no, we so lived you're in still this. Going in. <laughs> yeah, it's like the like working class shit when you live in an incredibly small like. We lived in what was called a continental, which has a foundation. It's like a double. It's like the size of a double wide, but it was a house. Okay. But like you yeah. hear, you know, you hear these things, um, you know, as a as a child. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm working on. It. I've been working on it now for two years. I guess I'm. This is year three that you know I've started into since, uh, since April. It's gonna be like a big nice. scrapbook. Like I want it to be like a big scrapbook, um, full of these of these you know photographs and uh amazing uh, yeah so we'll see yeah. it might be horrible i mean it, it, sometimes i look at it and i think like this is totally unpublishable anyway <laughs> <laughs> well yeah that makes me think of a couple of things i mean i think in terms of like 
the writing about the writing. I think with your, with your writing, um, when that seems to be happening, like the awareness of how the story is coming into being, it's so, because it's so oral, I feel like it's yeah. often like, um, you're able to be like, um, you know, you know, this is what so-and-so told me. It's always, this is what so-and-so told me. And then they told them that, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like, I think I was first thinking about some intergenerational stuff and um, I was thinking about trying to like, uh, and the only reason why I brought up Absalom was because the, the Faulkner book Absalom, because I felt like that was after he'd done his tricks. I think you were talking in your last interview, like, oh, I'm tired of doing my same tricks, you know, which yeah, yeah. I wrote a whole bunch of notes about all everything I love about, nah but that might have just been self-deprecation but um and it's just you know him and his friend having a conversation about um all the stories of of their grandfathers going way back and stuff like that yeah. and um yeah yeah the main character but, in absalom starts in west virginia like if you look at the chronology oh, yeah. i think that he publishes at the at the end of the book oh yeah, yeah. Start, oh, that's, yeah. Where he, that's where he sets off from is uh is west virginia before he winds up in Mississippi. I'm something. Is that the name? Anyway, it's been yeah. years since I've since I've read Absalom. Absalom. But. Yeah, I just want to say though, in terms of what you're saying earlier, um, or and maybe also ask you how you feel about it, like, um, just all that you know, whatever. When you're looking at the old books and it feels like it's just a you know crazy person rambling, like, um, I think so much of that just uh like you talk about in like the sarah book about like um kind of like the secret life the secret life we're all living like i don't know just getting underneath all the stuff i think that like was really important and like comforting and i don't know do you is that but but i, but I also haven't put out uh, a lot of, you know, books like that when you're really going in on pretty much everything you want to go in on. Do you feel a little bit like, I don't know, like you want to pull back a little bit? And, um, I don't know, you're saying, you're saying, you're saying some stuff in that last interview and I was kind of like, like, is this the, <laughs> I don't know, like, it's just the whole kind of autofictional ripping it, like, I guess I just I'm thinking about that a lot right now and I think yeah, like of course of I guess I course. go through that too sometimes man I, I I go through writing a thing and then I get to a place and then and then you know the whole time I'm like I'm loving these the people I'm writing about and my core is solid like my core intention is solid and then yeah and sure. then more and more it expands out and then someone goes like you know I, I want to read the book and then I send it and that happened recently and I'm just and then after I'm just like I don't even know if I want this in the world <laughs> you know I mean? yeah yeah and not only, but not only that but like you think of like immediate ideas of like I don't want this in the world or pre-publication I don't want this in the world you know imagine being three four or five years out right and you're right. And, and you're you know because when the person reads that book you know the book's new to them Right. And you're, you know, that's five years ago for you, or that's three years ago right. uh, for you. Right. It's not, it's not that, like, I mean, I still love that. I still love that writing. I just think that, I mean, I, I think I went everywhere I could go with the first person type of writing at the end of the Sarah book. Like, you know, I put on, yeah. that was almost like saying goodbye to that narrator, like Scott at the end, like he puts on her clothes, right. And puts on yeah. her lipstick and yeah. he's, he's no longer Scott. He's he's uh, he's her. He's and, Sarah. Yeah, there's this. Um, Diane Johnson just put out a book with a, a New York Review of Books, um, in which she's talking about. I think I'm going to mention Shelley again. She's talking about Shelley the individual, and you know, if you extend the story of Percy Shelley before 1800, you know, if you go all the way back, well, actually, if you you know, look at the lineage of the Shelley family in 1567. There's another Shelley who is getting kicked out of Oxford because he's an atheist, right? In the same way that his okay. great, 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 great 250, 300, however many years uh, later yeah. is getting kicked out of Oxford for being an atheist. So it's, so it's sort of strange. And I think that we, we think of ourselves as, 
individuals, and maybe this is just that I feel like an old guy now. Like I don't really know if I f- if I feel like a person anymore. Um, you know, the comfort <laughs> or the yeah, you know, or the the like connection that I that I feel to yeah these other things, you know, of the past. You know, am am I really be am I really behaving any differently in my life because of who I am, or am I behaving that way because it's just in my DNA? Uh, Interesting. And, and so I guess that that's that's kind of where the reason why I just wanted I just wanted to go in a I wanted to go in a different direction, right? I wanted to write about these people and inhabit uh, these people from a third person perspective, but still have that twist, still have that change yeah. in the book where it's gonna where it's gonna move from third for third person to a you know to a first person uh, okay. point of view. Yeah. So what were you saying with that atheist story? Like, there's always other sides to the no, to no. The there are other there are other Shans, right? A hundred right. years ago, right. you think of right. yourself as this unique being, right? Right. Um, but you're just encoded in that way from your genetic makeup, right? There's some. There's For another. Sure. There's another Sean, a hundred and fifty yeah, years the, before, who's behaving it's in a, a series very of faces. Yeah, who's making the same fucking mistakes? He's yeah, making, and maybe that's sort of fatalistic or uh way of thinking but you know i've always i've always sort of i've always sort of felt that way you know there's that i've been watching the seven up series i don't know if you've there's this great british documentary where oh, yeah, every seven that. years michael Abbott oh yeah that's right back and interviews kind the of children. Uh, boyhoody sort of yeah 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 <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly and um but on a level that you can't even imagine. And these children, when they're seven years old, are just simply aping the things that their parents have said, right? Uh, they're not that much okay. different when they're 14. They're not that much different when they're 21. You know, you think of a 20-year, one-year-old kid is, is behaving as a, you know, as a complete individual and you're making decisions on your own. And there's this, you know, issue of free will. When in reality, you're setting your, you know, social structure right that you come mm. from your parental structure and i wanted i just wanted to you know explore that give me a child so you're saying till yeah. seven and i'll show you the man that's kind of the pro- proverb uh i see that they use at the use at the beginning so but it sounds like you're different than you you're very different than you were in the sarah book and all these older older writings so it's more like you're saying you're similar to where your parents were at this age Possibly so. I don't know. I don't want to say mature. Yeah. That's like a dirty. That's like a dirty word. Um, uh, and I still love those books. I'm not like saying anything like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that I don't know. I just feel alienated from from those books yeah. to like a certain extent. Um, that could so be good. Yeah. That means you're yeah. evolving, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want, I want to try. I want to try something new. So, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Okay, yeah, I'll stop harassing you about those books then. Um, well, I just, I think, I think also though, I don't know, I just want to say like, I do think that like one of the things about why those books are so emotional to me is that um, it's not pinned down what, what, the, what you're like, what any character is like. You might remember certain parts or you might have someone you see say, oh, I read it. And then you might, the, the most gnarly parts might come to your head or something, but like, you're, I think one of the distinctive things you like, if you're talking about a McClanahan trick, you know, is, is always turning it at the very end of almost everything. Okay. Like, you know, you think it's, and then, you know, like, and even the stuff about like Nathan, like I grew up with, uh, I grew up around like a different handicap communities growing up and like with a uh, woman with cerebral palsy, like all through middle and high school. And, um, um, and like I don't know, like even like a, a moment when like Nathan like comes back and he has like he has like legs and stuff and you have a dream and then like at the end it's like yeah he was like fucking angry <laughs> like or I don't yeah. know you know like every I think every t- everything is turned and then and then what it does is it flattens it and then and then you know even the character can be so sweet and and that's why it gets that visceral thing if it was just a monotonous 
like look at every fucked up thing I'd done and it wasn't any nuance to it, it wouldn't be interesting, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think that's really important, bro. I really do. Yeah. And I think that kind of gets the core. I still want to use those techniques, but yeah. I want to see if I can apply it to someone else besides myself. And I guess that's kind of the challenge. I feel you. you know, the yeah. Because like this internet writing, you know, we look at, we look at, you know, the internet writing from, you know, 2007 on, um, I think, I think you can apply this to any sort of subject matter. It just doesn't have to be, you know, we can stretch out into biography. We can stretch out into history. We can stretch out, uh, you know, in, yeah. in, into other things without just these, you know, first person, you know, straight ahead narratives that, you know, big Tom publishing has already picked up on at this point, right. kind of uh, copying to a, to a certain extent anyway. But I think, you know, we can be ambitious. Um, yeah with that you know, with that particular you know voice that immediacy like i was still want to keep the immediacy right you want to keep the immediacy um, yeah yeah i want to keep the yeah immediacy. absolutely it's, you know, it's be about something else totally man totally yeah i think biography is a underrated mode of just if you think like working through a book and you gotta inch along and and peel back the layers and like i, I think i was reading like um yeah, I was doing a class and, and uh, there was like a thing where you could just tell the whole story, a whole story, because a biography is trying to tell the whole story in a short space of time sure. from start to finish. And you could just yeah. do that and then you can move on and then suddenly like it's blown open with, with how time is moving. You know, the whole thing of like you got to wait until, until the thing yeah. happens. And it's like, I think like, uh, yeah, I was reading the Muriel Spark, that prime of Miss Jean Brody. And like she does that thing where she just goes. And then when she was 20, she did this. And then when she was 40, she died in a fire. And we're back. And suddenly it's like, oh, we're small, man. We're small. We're just inching a lot. Like, we're all, we're all little fucking critters, you know? I don't know. Yeah, and I think there's like a, there's a path that like biography, that fiction can go in the direction of biography. You know, in the 19th century, there's so many writers who they had within their, you know, their body of work, they had a novel, like, Herman Melville wrote Israel Potter, right? You know, a, a cradle to grave novel where it's not just this, you know, modernism in the 20th century were so like focused on these small little tiny bits of time, right? right? And the extension right. of a novel's about a year or a novel is right. about a breakup or six months. Right, or right, right. And, you know, biography, the reason why I'm excited about it, and I think the reason why that, you know, writers, have, you know, from every sort of, you know, uh, every hundred years are kind of coming, coming back to it. Is it just what you said? There's something incredibly powerful within that frame already. You yeah. can follow yeah. anyone. There's this great Virginia Woolf biography called Flush. And it's about mm -hmm. Elizabeth Barrett Browning's dog. And so she's going to tell okay. you the story of Elizabeth Barrett Browning and Robert Browning. But from the point of view of Flush, they're a Cocker Spaniel. Oh, damn in the story of the life of a cocker spaniel as long as you have that birth as long as you have that kind of moving along in time and then you're going to have illness sickness death uh at the end something that's like incredibly powerful just uh about that frame that for some reason yeah. you know the novel's kind of left behind or we don't want to you know concentrate uh upon it upon it so much maybe because our experience now is like so kind of immediate with you know technology right. and everything's instantaneous right. um but right. yeah I'm, I'm for like the past couple of years i've just been uh you know reading biography after biography i read a there's this british writer she's known as a novelist but she's also she wrote biographies towards the tail end of her life nancy mitford and the new york review okay. of books classics put out a bunch of her books and i re just read a couple well, it's been a couple of months ago now her biography on frederick the great <laughs> and she's telling you about Frederick the Great's father, who I think is named Frederick Wilhelm, who's the original Prussian king. And of course, okay. the Great's going to turn into Prussian. Well, she tells you that Frederick Wilhelm, I guess he's kind of bonkers anyway, but he becomes obsessed with his like personal guard, meaning, you know, like, uh, you know, his personal bodyguard. And he wants tall men uh, within his personal guard. So what he starts doing is he starts like hearing rumors of a giant, right? Some seven foot tall dude in Scotland. And he sends spies to go kidnap that seven foot tall guy from Scotland. Oh damn! 
<laughs> setting, setting off almost world wars at that time, right? right. To kidnap right. these seven foot tall, you know, individuals to bring them back into his guard. And within just that incredibly small, like anecdote, there's something that's yeah. just like, so like beautiful about that to me. And it's so weird and it's so strange. Yeah. And Mitford covers it in like two or three sentences. Uh, which is, you know, which is fascinating. And then she comes back to it again because Frederick the, Frederick the Great's father is ill, but yet you've realized yeah. that he's also just started almost this, you know, international sort of controversy because he's went to France to kidnap <laughs> a giant. A giant. Yeah. Or, or started diplomatic talks with the French just so that he could sneak his diplomat, diplomats in so that they can kidnap the giant. <laughs> that's so there's level there's so many levels to that it's also like that was thought you know the top the top of the food chain at that time they could just decide they want to take a, a person that's a funny element too but what is that about it's so funny is it because it's so random it, it can't be made up i think so i think so and also to yeah. think of poor john from scotland who's gonna have to spend the rest of his life in berlin yeah. serving <laughs> in the Russian army he's really just this scottish farm boy who happens to be seven foot two well, that's interesting because that's still kind of within the frame of like, yeah, you really are nonfiction focused kind of yeah, in everything still, you're going in on. I think the yeah. story is just more immediate to me. I think that's the reason why all of these first person, you know, the stuff that Tyrant puts out or, you know, a few of the books that, uh, you know, some other presses have put out, you know, there's, some, there's immediacy to, to um, you know, the stories that, you know, that I love. Um, yeah that you typically don't see in you know regular fiction yeah yeah i think there's an old book my actually my mom gave me a long time ago i still haven't read it's just uh natsume sosuke a japanese oh, yeah, writer yeah. and it's yeah yeah and I love it's just it. called yeah. i'm a cat yeah i'm, I'm a, cat. a cat i just read yeah. i read i read kokoro by him which is a crazy story hold on nice Yeah, this is Casa Makura, which Penguin uh, put out. Oh, I don't know. Oh, nice. A couple of couple of years ago, but I really, I really love his, I really love his uh, stuff. Yeah. But what were we gonna say? Well, I was just gonna say that was uh, writing from the perspective of a cat. Um, yeah. But but you also had a lot. You also have such good dog stuff in in all your in all your. You have good animal stuff generally, but I wanted to ask you at the end of the Sarah book, you're like, oh yeah, like uh, my friend Sam, we were doing readings in Chicago and then like a dog came up and he was like, hello, because then yeah. he didn't do it jokingly. Was that Tink or? Yeah, yeah, that's Sam, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot he's in the Sarah book. Yeah, yeah, he's before, in there. When I, I didn't realize, I didn't even know Pink stuff back when I read it. That was another like second time reading it where I was like, oh, that's probably Pink. Yeah. Um, but, um, and even, yeah, and even at the, I don't know, even at the end of the uh, Crapalacia where you tell that story about like the water wiping out all the people and then there's like one dog like defending his like dead owner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the side of the mountain. And I thought of that as just like, I don't know. I, I like, I, I think that's another thing that I noticed too that maybe got implanted on my head psychically, but like just this like, I don't know, it's like always pejorative to think about yourself as a dog. And sure. dog words are always pejorative to, to, to people. But like, yeah. I don't know. Do you have dogs there? Uh, well, my wife has a dog. I guess by proxy, it's my dog. I don't really like dogs. Yeah, like, yeah. I never had any animals. But I like, I just imagine I'm a dog sometimes. Yeah, there's a famous <laughs> Churchill quote where he says, cats will look down, he loved pigs. He said, cats will look down at you, dogs will look up to you, but a pig will look you straight in the eye. And, <laughs> and yeah, there's always been something kind of like begging, like the dog yeah. thing. But I, I, don't I don't respect the, the dog. And they're, I, always, and they're always needy. Yeah, they're always <laughs> to please you. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, had, I've had a few dogs over, over the course of my life. I think the reason why I did that in the Sarah book too with, even like uh, Mr. King is it's like, it's another kind of trick in fiction. Like you can, you can have something, you know, you can have these human emotions 
and then you can just like place them directly onto the you know Milan Kundra and unbearable lightness of being you know does that through you know the death of a the death of the couple's animal I, so I kind of stole that and I think the way I mean the waving thing I don't I never saw Sam do that but that's, <laughs> as you say that though I'm thinking I stole that as well that's from a John Stonbeck essay about Ed Ricketts that he would wave. What are we doing, man? <laughs> yeah, that he would wave at a he would wave yeah. at a dog with respect, right? Not for comedic. Effect, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Notice its existence. But I mean, maybe that's why. That's why you know. I can't see. I mean, that's why I I don't like dogs is because. Uh, I think there's a certain point in time. I don't think it's it's a coincidence that the dog is the perfect. Uh, animal for that circumstance you know you're like yeah i don't like dogs they're always looking up to you they're neither begging you know and i'm like well, yeah I'm, like, I'm the beggar you don't get to no yeah, i'm good exactly. i'm good i'm evolved right i read it i read it looking back with no nah, but um so <laughs> well yeah and that's what's the, there's like a manipulation with like certain like certain dogs not all dogs but there's like there's like a manip- like a manipulation that's being done through like their goodwill and their attention. There's this great line yeah. from uh, Balzac where he's like, within any relationship, you know, you are both tyrant and tyrannized. Uh, and I think that, that I think that's always true uh, with animals, where you know you're taking care of them, but they're taking care of you. But yet you're wanting something from them, but yet they're getting all of this stuff uh, from you. Yeah. So, it's true of marriage, you know, or a serious relationship uh, as well. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Um, yeah, I, I also even wonder that with, uh, yeah, I don't want to keep blabbering this point, so if it doesn't bring anything up, that's cool, but I, I have been thinking about it. Like, even, I think, with the idea of, uh, writing in a certain way where you're going and like sometimes I think that oscillates too where I don't know whether I'm um, doing something that's so honest and helping people or if I'm like being even just the act of writing has some like I've been I've been gradually going through a these mouse guard books like over time <laughs> I just oh, did, yeah. like, I, I, i'm on six and i just actually hit the thousand page point and there's okay. still 250 pages oh, this man is insufferable he's still going in writing about everything yeah. um, so i just take it in small sips now but on page a thousand of book six he's with his wife and his book comes out and she reads it he gives it to her to read and then he goes out and you know smokes some cigs and uh and write some some and then he comes back and she's really mad because he talks about a trip he went on when he got drunk and hooked up with a girl and then that was her first time seeing him but he didn't tell her that in real life even before giving him the book giving her the book and i was just kind of like why would you just tell her before the at least warn her before the book you know what i mean and then i was like but then like why am i so triggered by this (laughs) you know like I don't know, it's kind of like, but then you have other models of that where it's like, um, if you are putting everything on the line, it's almost a challenge to yourself to be able to be um, really forthright and really, like, really, uh, really kind of like radically honest with people in your life that you have, you know, I don't know. What do you think about any of that, if anything? <laughs> like most of the writers who have, like, gotten to know and, like, fr- or friends, you know, they, they sort of do all this similar things but uh i just like them as like them as people there is like an honesty uh within those individuals um you know who who write in a particular manner i mean i've never really been too concerned about it seems like there's so much talk about like the ethics of writing or the ethics of even in that seven up series too you know the ethics of filming a seven-year-old child Mm. uh who's making classist remarks or who's you know saying something Mm. about race when they're seven years old (laughs) you can't can't get to a seven-year-old bro it's now going to follow them until you know the day day they die because you know they're uh you know they've become part of british culture right or yeah culture so 
I mean, I think that writers, like, there's this, I can't remember, maybe, uh, uh, you know, presidential candidates, right? I think I had David yeah. Bergen work for Nixon and Jimmy uh, Reagan. I think he worked for Bill Clinton, too. He said, you know, presidential candidates, they're either killers or non-killers, right? Uh, and the presidential okay. candidates who are killers can pull the trigger and they can fucking do it and they can get elected president. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I think that writers are that are that way, you know, the, right, the, right. the real deal writers that I know, the thing that they're working on is of the utmost importance, not to say that any of this shit has any importance whatsoever, um, you know, but yeah, there's like, there's that killer instinct, uh, you know, that, that I think you have to have. And if you, if you want to be a good, you know, if you want to be a good person or all that good stuff, you know, that's, that's great. But um you know, probably, probably writing, probably writing about your, you know, writing about your families, uh, or, you know, the people that you know, is, uh, you know, it's probably, probably not the best, best thing. Um, yeah. I love that rant in, in Sarah book where you're just like, um, and all anyone ever wants to talk about in my classes is, whether the character is a good person or not. I mean, you're on a whole rant and then you're like, you know, as if that even exists, as if that even exists. And you start listing all your, all the things you do that, you know, I got, I got an iPhone. I don't care. I do this. I don't care. And I don't know, man. That's like, I think I've had this like ethic of like, you know, kind of like seppuku on the page. If you're going to go in, you better be taking the L, you know, if you're going to go in like that, you better be the one who's taking the, and, and like, and that ethic, like, whether you know i'm not saying that any nothing that isn't doing that isn't valid but i think like yeah i stole that from you <laughs> no no but you do that so clearly in there man yeah. and it's also the way that i think we kind of make stories um or you know make a book just the way that they kind of have a shape of themselves you know if you put you know at the beginning of the sarah book i just go boom 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 like yeah, first, yeah, yeah the first three yeah. chapters you you can soften that you can soften that effect by not putting those things together right and maybe here we get back to questions of biography and ethic as well you right. know, um by, by just placing uh you know an event within a within a chronology you can you can change the meaning of the event by placing it at the beginning of something that happened of the chapter or right. by placing uh at the at the end of the chapter and maybe it goes back to like what you're saying too where the balance of like the sarah book was always the difficult thing right it wasn't necessarily the balance of the character of scott because you know he's pretty shitty but he's also he's got a little golden heart though too right he wants to be loved like it like everybody else but the tricky characters the you know the character of sarah like if you if you push her too far it also uh you know have behavior you know similar to scott then yeah you're gonna you know you're gonna lose the first person writing it's you know it's wonderful because it's immediate but i think it's also difficult i don't think people realize that that first person things uh you know an incredibly kind of diff you know difficult sort of sort of way to way to tell your story because you know the just the balance of likability and i know people hate that i see people always complain about and i was doing it in the sarah, sarah book too right of likability but you know there's there's an element of, of that there there's tons of writers i love like contemporaries i'm on but i was even talking in text with a friend somebody today it was just like i heard that book was annoying it's like oh yeah it's so annoying uh but they're such a great writer right <laughs> they're the the annoying personality yeah. of the individual right. You still zip, you know, you zip right through it. Right, right, um, right. So yeah, That's honestly, yeah, because I mean, in a way, obviously, it's intensely first, first person. Um, Sarah book is, but that was honestly one of the things that I was rereading it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's the part. Maybe my myopia, my self absorption. Like I miss that. I miss that part of 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 the template, you know, which is like. It, you know it's the it's the, the 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 alternation is like there's so much about as i read it as the character remembering all these detailed stories about you know everything about and all this direction towards the other person and and um yeah that's yeah that's it's just very it's a it's a 
it's effective. And I think, um, yeah, I didn't really, yeah, it's, I think that's, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, I guess you gotta keep, yeah, that, in that way, it, it was a lot of essentially, you know, at least not writing about yourself, not, not, not that, that, all that stuff didn't feel self-absorbed. It felt very other directed in a really yeah, emotional sure. way. Yeah. You know I what I mean? I'm doing, what I'm doing now, like I was going to do that with the Sarah book where, yeah, you know, you, you tell the story of this individual. I took those stories though. And I just kind of, you know, all of that, it was almost going to be like this biography of this character with, you know, this breakup happening there. But you know, the, the, the more that I wrote, I started kind of shrinking down the third, the third person stuff, telling you about that character yeah. and still, you know, was going with that, with that first person yeah. voice. And that makes a match, yeah. which can, you know, always be incredible. Totally. Incredible. Totally. Did you go through iterations or probably not as many iterations just through the timeline? I thought it was really inspiring, like at the end of Crapalasha, where you're talking about, um, all the different versions and all the names you oh, gave yeah. the book. And I, I have so many, you know, it's like you hit a point and you're like, okay, well I spent three years on that, but that one's KO'd, you know, but yeah, it's like, yeah. you got to fucking keep going. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's books that, um, I read this, uh, uh, Nabokov biography and he talks about books that are, you put like Lolita, uh, is a novel very similar to, uh, Mark Twain's Huckleberry Finn to let me think of another book. Anyway, those books that have been picked up and books that the writer has put down. Right. And that you create, right. and it may be for years, right? I think in the case of Twain, you know, we're talking about almost, you know, five, six, seven, eight years before uh, he, you know, he picks it, he picks it up again. They create this sort of kind of weird disjointed energy uh, in, mm. in the books uh, themselves. Uh, so I, I definitely, I think I had that with, uh, you know, with the Sarah book because it did, it went through tons of changes. I had that with Crapalacha, you know, where it was, you know, it was a couple of different books that then I just kind of all clogged together into this, you know, 160, 170 page, uh, book in that, uh, the final draft. There's some Vonnegut, I think Slaughterhouse-Five, right? You know, where he is explaining at the beginning of, you know, Slaughterhouse-Five that, I tried it this way, I tried it that way. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, you know, there's, there's, I, 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 I love books that kind of do that, right? That, uh, that yeah. feel like they're from different sort of places, even though uh, they're the, they're the same book. But yeah, Sarah book went through tons of different drafts. Probably not as yeah. many as I've like led on in interviews, but yeah. <laughs> and you know, Hill yeah. William too. Like Hill William was more like. I wanted Hill, Hill William was going to be more sprawly, like the Sarah book. Um, but then, you know, Gian and I just like started just trimming it. We just trimmed it back as much as we could, as we could trim it back. And it kind of became that little tiny thing. Uh, okay. And yeah, Gian and I worked on Hill William for a couple of years as, yeah. as well. So that was, so that was 2000, it said 2013, but was that when you guys put it out? We put out Hill William in 2013, but we probably started working on that book in 2010. Uh, Dan, you guys go way back. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's from like HTML John days. He saw me on a, Amazing. On, a reading, on a reading there. And I came to New York to do a reading. I just had, you know, those little dumb storybooks at the, uh, at the time and then met up with him. And then we just started working on this started working on this thing um and i don't know your experience but yeah we went through you know drafts of a thing or i would go in one direction and say yeah i don't like this as much and then you start going down a different direction and uh yeah. so yeah i mean there was like a long a long gestation sort of uh sort totally. of period yeah um yeah, I just went so in, but it's just kind of like, it's annoying when I just ask you questions that are just like, No, go right ahead. No, no, but, uh, I'm horrible yeah, at I these just, things anyway, so. <laughs> no, dude, I, I, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all the stuff you're, all the stuff you're talking about and just that stuff makes me think of naturally is kind of more interesting. I did like all the, all the, all the poop stuff in, uh, in Crapalasha. Um, I feel like kind of reminded me of like situation and stuff where like, 
Oh shit! You cut out real quick. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I, you ever seen know like the situation and stuff of like turning like like poop into art? Yeah, I don't know. You it know? seemed like yeah. yeah. I guess it's one of Here's those some, things not really written about. I, I, the only reason why I know about it is one of the threads. Maybe the thread of the two people in the in the in the book that are having the conversation that is sort of this 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 the stabilizing force of the whole book is like in Savage Detectives. I know it's a whatever, but it's a two it's the old two boys talking to the old man, and then they 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 go on the whole rant about um, how how like they take the poop and they put it on the on the on the on the you know thing, and then that would be like the art thing, and go on a whole rant about it. And then I started looking it up, and I realized the situationist thing. But then I also, oh, yeah. you know, you talking about when fucking Bill goes in the principal school, and, and you know he puts the poo, he puts the turd in the fucking principal's drawer, and then, um, and then he's like, "Nah, are you there?" God damn it! Back now, I think we froze. It could be. I I could be. Now you're back. Now you're back. It could. I knew it was gonna happen with Zoom, dude. We played ourselves. There we go. My bad, man. I don't know what's. I think I got it, a it computer too. Well, we have this. I think there's a big thunderstorm that's going over our house right now. Oh so yeah. It's, it's probably okay. me. I would say. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. Yeah. There's and then the book's called Crapalasha, You know, and yeah. I don't know. It's like even now you're like I'm trying to. I'm trying to tell you how important your art is, and you're like, nah, man. It's like I'm moving on. Like, but I think that's kind of the outlook you have to have, man. You take this shit too seriously, you're not gonna be able to rip it like you do. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think it's supposed. Like, probably. I don't know. Fifty people, right? Care, you know, it's for for the most part. So yeah, you have to you have to like just push it push it away. Don't look back, you know. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But at the same um, time, you know, you want to be able to, you want to be able to, you know, be honest about what you did and what you were trying to do, and whether you felt like you succeeded or or failed. You want to give some honor, you know, to it. Totally, and I mean, I don't know, man. I just. I think that is true, but I think there is something so private and, you know, you're talking about the kind of secret life you're sharing and like at the end of Hill William, when um, you you tell the ther- the character tells the therapist everything that he's never told anyone before. And the, as a reader, you already gave us that gift of telling all this stuff, you know, the character telling you all that stuff. And that private intimate experience is pretty unique amongst art forms. I feel like it's, it's, it's what makes it specific. And whether the art forms employing that that faculty a lot is is uh, is on is 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 not is on is on people who are doing it and i think the fact that i was you know i didn't know shit about i saw that book and then i just started reading and that that happens very rarely so it's like i don't know Ren. i don't know what my point was i think it was just that yeah maybe it's irrelevant because people aren't fucking ripping it dude <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, know? maybe so, maybe so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and it's. Yeah. The real ones that are, are few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm crowning you as the real one right now, Scott. That's what I'm trying to do, bro. <laughs> or maybe I've just been really, I've been really naive and I'm really naive and like stupid about uh about these you know about these books. <laughs> who who knows? Who knows? Nah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's also like. Compared to other art forms, like you drop a mixtape or something, and you want to get everyone to listen to it right away because next week no one's going to be listening to it. But a book is like it's just there now, man. It's like part of the, it's part of the stuff. Although at the same time, I like what you're saying about how oral stuff actually lives on when a civilization crashes. I was thinking about that. What you said last yeah. Uh, last time. yeah totally. And I'm noticing that with my new stuff. I'm reading it to my uh, uh, girl up in Nangwit, and. Uh, and she's like, you already told me all these stories. I was like, oh, yeah, I did. But I wrote <laughs> yeah. them now, and there's, like, insights in them. You know? <laughs> right. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know that story. That was the thing that happened at the at the jar. I was like, all my stories are just – I told them enough times. I just want to get it down so you could just go read it now, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, my like idea is always I just wanted to be, like, a book. Like, I wanted to be, like, a walking <laughs> like a walking book. <laughs> You're a walking <laughs> book. <laughs> and, that, and that's all I did. I just finally just wrote them down at some point in time. Yeah. 
No, I kind of, I love that about, you know, how much you can write about place and family, even if you're writing about your crazy family members, like, so like just the way I moved, came up, I moved so frequently and I, like my dad lives in Japan. I don't see that full often. Like, I don't like, I feel like I'm always like, I don't know what my biography of place would be, but I guess that can be a gift and a curse too. I don't know. I was just thinking about things you were saying earlier and I was like, I don't even know what forms I'm following. And maybe that's, Maybe that's a good thing, but maybe that's a bad thing too. Like maybe there's something like nice about having like a pattern to fall into at certain points. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, um, it's, you know, it's interesting the way that you know. I think that you have to have the added bitten in the face of all that stuff, though, too. Like, I mean, I love literature. Like, I love it. Like, I've devoted my life to it. You know, I'm like a yeah. I'll be like it's priest, you know. But at the same yeah. time, you have to be blasphemous towards it. You have to say like, "Absolutely, God, burn that book, bro." Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like you're dead. Yo, if the, you're dead. If the book goes down, if, if if there's a fire, let that book burn, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's important. That's important. Yeah. Um, nah, hell yeah. Um, but um, maybe that's what's weird about books too. Maybe that's maybe it goes back to what we were saying originally. Like I feel like I've kind of became those things though in my in the books that I wrote. I know it sounds insane, but like I kind of, you know, I kind of became I became those people like like the right in the book. And maybe that's where I'm getting at now. Like I feel like yeah, you know, with all this other stuff, like you know, I'm like open. I want to, and I feel. And it's like a wonderful, it's a wonderful feeling uh, to have. And I think, um, and maybe I mentioned in other places too, like just. Hey, Scott, of, you cut out for one second, bro, but I wanted to hear what you said. You see, you became those books and then, and then it cut out and then you said there's a wonderful feeling to have. Yeah. No, I mean, I like, I feel really rich and fertile and like, I feel right. like I've opened something up. Like I, this right, is the room right. that I'm writing in. I got all these. Right. Of dead yeah. Like, I feel like I got a fucking like you know, boatload of ghosts in this, yeah, like bro. in this room. And yeah, I, every night when I put my notebook down, like I, Juan, the Julia made for the kids that they don't use anymore. Like when they get scared, oh. they say bad things. Yeah, about it's a wand. Outside. So I got the fucking wand on top of it. Got the wand on there. Got that fire. I got, a, I got a bed that my daughter made out of clay on top oh. of it. And like, Damn. I got it an original like a princess leah from like this is my uncle jimmy's who's in the book this is his princess leah yeah. that, he, that he played with as a little boy in probably like 1977 1978 and then it went through me and then it of course winds up with the with the kids and so like yeah I put put that on there and they just feel they just feel charred they feel charged too man it sounds so crazy talking about you got about the sacred charges. amulet bro you got the sacred amulet that's right that's the sacred, right the sacred object you're feeling that lineage heavy man i need to get in touch with that shit more yeah no it's a good feeling to have it's a good feeling to have because you know i'm at the point now with these stories yeah should we kill like, the video for a second maybe there's like this deep happen. psychological can you still hear me? I, yeah, it's just it was a second. It was just a glitch. Maybe we're good. Okay. Well, I we're just, having a horrible thunderstorm. Yeah. You um, wanna, yeah. But um. Yeah. But what, I can't remember what I was gonna was gonna say. Oh yeah, like being an anthropologist, like the these oh, yeah. stories won't won't make it another generation. Like if I don't write it down, like if I don't write my mom down in this book, like it's gonna go poof. And yeah. to, to like link yourself to something that dorky. <laughs> like nah, that. bro. That's most basic shit, dude. Basic filial ties. Yeah. Like to, to link yourself to that and to like say, okay, this is, this is, this is the mission. Like this is, this is the goal, whether or not, even if it's just insurmountable and like, you're going to lose by doing it. Like, um, you know, it feels, it feels nice to, to like, yeah. you know, connect yourself to, to those things. Yeah. Yeah. No, just what you're saying earlier, like I got an argument with a really good friend and he was, it was about whether all the stuff I'm writing is like critiquing myself about stuff or if it's perpetuating. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you'll that's probably never get to, that's a great question. Like, I don't know if you'd ever get to the answer of, 
you know, that question. That's like an amazing question. <laughs> I better keep investigating to find out, bro. Um, but, um, nah, that's going to be, I think that's, that's, uh, I, I like, I like how you're looking back and, and I to look forward. And I think that's inspiring. I, I, I think my shit's so spread out. It'll take some, and a lot of things happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, and I've, that's the way I've always treated writing. Like if I die tomorrow, you know, what stories do I want there? That's the way I've always yeah. written books. And it's just always been yeah. like immediate and like right now. And yeah. And I want the story of my fucking people in there too. That's what's up, man. Yeah. That's what's up. Uh, all right, man. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to, yeah, you, uh, so you just head, you're head down, you're going in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe ten, 10 years, maybe 10 years, you'll have the, you'll have the, sa the saga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'd, I'll be done with it in like a year, but I'm just going to maybe put it away, like put it away for yeah. a while. And I have these other books, like I started a book called Fights, which was all about me and Julia, like all of our different fights. So it was going to be a whole book where each chapter is a different fight. Amazing. And we've had, we don't really fight anymore, which is the problem. That's where like, that's where like the book <laughs> ran into problems because we right. stopped like fighting. But just like a couple months ago, we got in this horrible fight where she went downstairs <laughs> and I got mad and she locked the door, but then she couldn't get the door unlocked. And so we had to work as a team and then I tried to like <laughs> I tried to like unscrew the doorknob and I thought she was just fucking with me because she does that sometimes <laughs> when we're arguing. And I was like, you're just making me look like an idiot. And she's like, no, the door won't lock. But I, that doorknob is so old, we rent this house. Oh. A screwdriver. And we finally worked it out though. It was the strangest fight. And at the end, like the door opens and we immediately hug. <laughs> Yo. That's the story. That's a hitter right there. That's definitely the book. That's the book perpetuating it. You're like, we need more. I'm not, I only have 35K. We need at least four more fights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that book's, that book's going to end in the Sheets parking lot. We have Sheets down here because one night we used to, Yeah, I know Sheets. Yeah, we, we go out and I always get like the sliders. We always get sliders together. And yeah. then there was this guy, I think he was high, but he had a remote control parking lot like a real nice yeah. one it's like two o'clock yeah. in the morning and so i'm pulling we got our sliders i'm pulling out and i see that radio control car so i started chasing the car around the parking lot is the guys with oh, this damn. radio control car really is laughing. That's, the way, that's the way that book will end <laughs> amazing it went on for like yeah. five ten minutes me trying to chase down and crush this little remote control car <laughs> and i would have felt so bad if i did like kill the dude's car <laughs> so you so you got you got your hand in a couple different projects that's what's up um, yeah, is everything good with the with the school in the fall or y'all keeping yeah it we're gonna be or? yeah we're teaching it remote so um you found my internet connection this is gonna go real well for the students this fall um, oh yeah but hopefully we'll see we'll see yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, you feeling all right about how we went in? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and if it's too, like, breaking up or anything, just let me know. We can do this again. It might even be fun. Not, though, yeah, so. yeah, I'd be down to going again, but I feel like it's a, it's a legendary, you know, legendary uh, recording. We got okay, it down. Well, cool. I got, yeah, well, cool. I got cool. Scott on the deck. But, uh, all right, awesome. But, um, awesome. But yeah, and thank no, you for reading, let me read your book too, or at least the you know the first section of it. Yeah, it was that's like half. That's like the decline. I really, I, I fucking dude. I yeah, I, I fucking really appreciate that you reading, taking the time. Yeah, you're shit. you're doing what you need to do. Like you got just like a completely unique voice, and even those like I like the columns on the on the page. Uh, you know, like yeah. that. So yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Like I don't know anybody else that like kind of sounds like you in the writing. It, man. If you know if that if that makes sense. So yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a yeah. We'll see. I just keep keep it moving, like you're saying. You know, and I don't get too 
thinking about little stuff. Yeah, just keep, yeah. keep going with that shit. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, man. All right, I think they, I think the storm is telling us that we 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 are we we gotta we gotta shut her down. But sounds um, good. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, cycle it through and uh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch about stuff. Maybe I'll and uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll sure. link one Thank of these you. days when everything's over. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been fun. Awesome, Scott. Uh, be well, man. All right, you too.